Four out of five top Hollywood movie stars use moment, moment, moment of clarity. And it's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. Another beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be my neighbor? What's up, everybody? You are tuned into into another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity right here on the Promise Life Network. And I hope everybody is having a good day because I am about to do everything in my power to ruin it. I am. I'm about to do everything in my power to ruin your day. Not so much ruin your day, but tell you what a awful, horrible, terrible, no good, very bad person you are. Because, you know, that's what I do. <laughs> no, but today we're talking about parenting. And uh, the reason we're talking about parenting is because there's a lot of you out there that really, really suck at it. And I don't feel bad saying that. I know that I'm going to get a lot of uh, anger at this particular podcast. I know I'm going to get a lot of people turned off. I know I'm going to get a lot of people frustrated and upset and you just don't understand. Well, yeah, I kind of do understand because I'm a parent too. And you guys stink at this job. And the reason I say that is because I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about life, right? And I'm thinking about future. And I'm actually, I'm thinking about what I'm going to do with my future. And as I'm thinking about what I'm going to do with my future, I'm, I started thinking about kids and, and I started thinking about, you know, school and I understand it's coming up back to school time. And I started thinking about, you know, what kids are going to be doing when they're going back to school and so on and so forth. And I just started thinking about the children of our nation here in America. And they are really terrible people. I don't think a lot of people understand that a lot of the children in our country are just really awful human beings. Now, granted, they're good to an extent. You know, most of them have manners. Most of them, you know, have some form of intelligence. Most of them are raised in a decent manner. But when you really dig down and you really start to pull back the layers and you really start to ask some of the difficult questions, these kids are jacked up, man. They are jacked up. There are more children today with deep emotional wounds and deep gaping craters in their hearts stemming from something that happened to them in their childhood than ever before. And it's all because you people suck as parents. And I say you people because, of course, I don't want to include myself (laughs) in the sucky parent category. Doesn't mean I don't have tendencies to suck, but I look around and I just don't understand how we have come this far in the realm of parenting. I don't understand how we've become so child centric. And I think that's the reason so many of you stink as parents, because you have become so child centric. Everything that happens in your entire life is about your child. That's not how it's supposed to be. All you have to do is look on Facebook to see that's the truth. Oh, my God. That's not how it's supposed to be. And can I clue you in just a little bit? Your kid's not that cute. 
and and they're not that smart <laughs> and they're not that awesome. All those pictures and videos. I look, I get it. You love your children. I love my daughter. I love her. I love my son. I love my kids. It's it's a beautiful thing to be a parent. It's expensive, but it's beautiful. But you've become so child centric. You've become to where anything and everything that happens in your life must first be run by your child. How many of you out there as parents ask your children if it's okay for you to do something? I've actually heard parents do this, that the, the parents were thinking about going out on a Friday night and they stopped and asked the kid if it was okay for them to go out on a Friday night. And guess what? The kid said no. He said no. <laughs> the kid said no, and they stayed in. And they listened? Yes. Oh. Because they did not want to upset their child. Because they did. They felt like if they, if they left after they asked his permission and he said no, because they didn't see what they were doing is actually asking permission, first of all. They thought checking with him was a way to check his emotional, I don't know, gauge or whatever. But they didn't, for some reason, they didn't feel like they were asking permission. But that's what they were doing. When you go up to a child and you say, mommy and daddy are thinking about going out for dinner tonight. Are you going to be okay here with the babysitter? And the kid says, no, I want you to stay. And you stay. <laughs> There's a problem. <laughs> There's a problem with that. Because they felt like if they left, then they would be traumatizing the child and the child would feel like that they didn't really love him and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you people suck as parents. You suck. You are terrible at this job. You are absolutely terrible at this job. And everywhere I look, I see it more and more. I see it more and more and more from the helicopter parenting. You know, your kids can't go down to the down a block down the street to the park by themselves. Because you're just so convinced that somebody's going to snatch your kid up. Let me tell you a secret. Don't nobody want your children. Nobody wants your kids but you. And you want to <laughs> give them away sometimes. You don't even want to keep them all the time. So what, you th- what makes you think anybody else wants your kids? Nobody wants your kids. <sighs> okay. I'm getting a little excited. <laughs> I can tell. Because I see it so much. And it's funny because... Forgive me for what I'm about to say, but I see it so much because I grew up in the South in North Carolina, right? And I'm not old, so I'm not talking about way back in the day. I'm still a rather young person. I, and when I grew up, you know, we were allowed to play outside and drink from the water hose and all that good stuff, right? But I grew up in the South where if your neighbor told you to do something, you didn't do it. You got in trouble with your neighbor and your parents, that kind of thing, right? But we've become this society where nobody's allowed to talk to my child. Nobody's allowed to tell my child they did anything wrong. Nobody's allowed to tell me my child did anything wrong. Nobody's allowed to talk to me about my child that way. You know, and it's just like, come on. And you've got these helicopter parents that have to be everywhere their children go. The kids are not allowed to go outside and play on their own. Let me tell you guys a secret. And I know many of you will not believe this, but there is not any increase in pedophilia in America. Okay, pedophilia is at the same rate that it's always been. The only difference now is you have the Internet. That's the only difference. That is the only difference is you have the Internet. So you can go out and scare yourself to death anytime you feel like it. 
and you have Facebook, so somebody can post a meme and it'll go viral, or somebody can post a video and it'll go viral, you now get to hear about the little girl in Texas or Tennessee or Colorado or wherever she happens to be where you would have never heard about that before. You would have never heard about her disappearing. You just wouldn't know what happened. She still disappeared 20 years ago. You just didn't hear about it. Now you get to hear about it. Now you get to talk about it. And everybody's afraid of everything. And it's just become a unpleasant place to watch children try to be children. Because what you're really doing, you stinky, terrible, awful, horrible parents. What you're really doing is you're stripping the childhood away from your children. You're stripping the childhood away from your children. I got to find this video. There was a video that I watched. uh, And in this video, it talked about uh, the differences between generations. And it asked the kids, what did you do for fun when you were a kid? Right. And asked grandparents and asked parents and then asked the kids. I got to find that video. I'm going to take a break. Me and Mike are going to find that video so we can play the audio. Because because it, it explains just how terrible you all have become as parents. Because you won't let your kids do anything because you're so afraid that they're going to get hurt and you're so afraid that somebody's going to take them and you're so afraid that they're going to be traumatized. You know what? Let them get hurt. Let's, well, maybe you don't want anybody to take them. But you might want somebody to take them for a couple of hours at least. Anyway, moment of clarity, Stefan G. I'll be back in a minute. Moment of clarity is your man Stefan G. And okay, so let me let me put some of this aside because I don't want people to think that I'm pro kidnapping children. Okay, I don't want anybody to kidnap your children. I love my children. I don't want anybody to kidnap them permanently. If they want to take them on a Friday night and return them on a Monday, that's cool. But I don't want anybody to kidnap my children, and I don't want anybody to kidnap your children. But what I'm saying in all of this is, I understand. That there are crazy people out there. I understand that there are disgusting people out there that will steal your children from you and try to sell them on the black market and rape them and beat them and all kinds of disgusting, horrible things. Right. I get it. It exists. It has always existed, though. It's not anything new. It's always been a problem. You just didn't know about it as much as you do now. That's what I'm trying to say. And so in saying that, what I'm saying is you still suck as a parent. You still stink as a parent because what you've done is you've taken your fear of something happening to your child, not your cautious uh, motherly instinct, not the mother bear, I just want to care for and take care of my children, make sure they're safe, not the fatherly protective instinct that wants to protect and provide for his family. No, you've taken fear, unlegitimized fear, And you've transferred that over to your children. And now your children cannot have a childhood because you will not let them go outside. 
because you will not let them go out and play in the front yard. And not only that, if you do let them go play in the front yard, one of your neighbors is going to call the cops on you because you let your kids go out and play in the front yard. I don't know how many of those stories I've read over the past few years where some lady, some lady let her kid play in the backyard or let her kid play basketball out front or let her kid walk four houses down to climb on some tree they loved while she was sitting on the front porch and the neighbors called the police because this nine-year-old was unattended four houses down climbing on a tree. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And you, you people who are listening right now, you don't point the finger at anybody else. You people are the ones that are letting it happen. You are the ones that are calling the police. You are the ones that don't believe a 10-year-old should be able to be at a park unsupervised that's down the street from their house. They shouldn't be able to walk there. They shouldn't be able to go there with their friends because it's just too dangerous. You are the problem. You are the issue. And so I found this video and I'm going to play the video. And when I first saw the video, all it did, it just spoke to my heart because it, it reinforced everything I thought. And so I'm going to play the video and then I'm going to tell you the part that they don't mention in the video. Take a listen. When you were a kid, what did you do for fun? So we go blueberry picking, for instance. Uh, just that's so cute, <laughs> but it was true. We grew watermelons, um, plantains. I found an old sign which was big enough for me to sit on. It made a great toboggan. It was very slick, very fast. <laughs> I had a few fish in my basket, and I looked up on this bluff, and here's this black bear sitting there watching me. If he starts chasing me, I'm going to keep throwing the fish out of my basket until he's gorged and he won't and he won't bother me. And what did you like to do for fun? Just, you know, you go door to door, get a group of kids, and you play uh, lots of games, uh, hide and seek, just going out to the field and playing baseball. And we build these massive forts, you know, the kind that you can actually sit in and, and, and play in, you know, with, with our friends, and it was just really wonderful. So what do you like to do for fun? Video games. Definitely. I like to go on my phone. Text. Some email. My favorite thing to do in the world is definitely watching videos and playing video games. Those take up so much of my time. Three hours, or t three to four hours a day. Same. Five hours straight. Just last week, I watched 23 episodes of a TV series in less than four days. I forget. I'm in a house, I have parents, I have a sister, I have a dog, I... Just think I'm in the video game, I completely get lost. I would die if I don't have my tablet. Whenever I feel upset, I'd play video games and I'd feel normal. It's really wonderful. When your daughters grow up, your great-great-grandkids, what do you think will happen if this trend continues? It's scary to think that they'll never have to leave the house. Cindy grew up uh, doing a lot of the things that I did and, and enjoyed. And I see what uh, my grandsons are doing today, and it's, uh, it's mind-boggling. By the time they have kids, it's going to be a really different environment. I actually feel a little sad because I feel like he's missing out on what's out there in the beautiful world. What? You feel sad. You're talking about your son who just proclaimed his favorite thing in the universe to do is to watch videos and play video games. 
or somebody else's child who proclaimed that they sat down and watched 23 episodes of a TV show in four days, or these two little girls who were just as cute as pie, talking about they would die without their tablet because they want to text and they want to email. And your answer is, it's sad. It's your fault. You're the parent. It's completely and totally your fault. It's all your fault. Why don't you people understand this? And she's talking as if, you know, oh, I I feel sad because they won't get to experience what I experienced as a child. Then take their electronics, throw them away, and force them outside. And just make them go outside and play. Make them go outside and play. Don't ask them if they want to go outside and play. Make them go outside and play. It is 167,000 degrees in Florida where I live right now. And I still tell my kids at 12 noon and 1 o'clock in the afternoon, get out of my house. Go outside and play. 167,428 degrees outside. And I tell them, get out. And they complain that it's hot. And I say, when you get hot, come back inside and get some water. Get out of the house. Go all around the neighborhood. No, not just in the front yard, not just on our street, not just in our cul-de-sac. Go all around the neighborhood. I want you to ride your bike around the entire neighborhood. That's what we used to do. That's what I used to do. I can't. I. It's funny because and and it's weird because it's like it's transferred over to all, especially mothers. Mothers are terrible with this. Mothers these days are. You guys stink at parenting. You guys stink at parenting. You still got your kids sleeping in the bed with you at seven years old, at eight years old. They're still sleeping in the bed between you and your husband. I know your husband's pissed off. I know he is. Just because he hasn't said anything to you, just because he's smiling, just because he loves his children, just because he loves you, he is pissed. But he is pissed off. Well, there's another problem then, too, that he doesn't say anything. Exactly. Because he's a, geez, you're going to make me say so many bad words. He's a wimp. He's a wuss. Because he doesn't want to get involved. Because when he gets involved, his wife bites his head off. Because he doesn't know anything. He's a big old dumb guy. Listen, when people have children, you are married to your spouse. And you guys are in love and you guys are building a marriage, right? When you have kids, the marriage doesn't stop so that we can all focus all our attention on the kids. I I know people who, they oh my God, every waking moment with their child has to be a magical experience. And don't let there be a divorce involved. Oh my God, if there's a divorce involved, then that child is screwed because they're going to have everything they've ever wanted, anytime they've ever wanted it, the minute they think about wanting it. I mean, unless they're some type of financial difficulty in the family, if everybody's making pretty good money, that kid is screwed because they're going to think that they're supposed to get everything they want whenever they feel like it. I got a friend of mine, forgive me for calling you out, homeboy, but I got a friend of mine who told me his kid is like 10 years old, and he told me she gets cranky because she hasn't had her nap. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Your 10-year-old is cranky because they haven't had a nap? When I was 10? Well, no, you don't get dad on <laughs> naps when you're 10. I don't think I wanted one either. Not only that, 
you haven't taught your child that it's not okay to be cranky because you didn't get enough sleep. It's true. You haven't taught your child to grow. Excuse my language. You haven't taught your child to grow the hell up, at least to 10 years old, at least to that point where they're not allowed to be cranky. They have to get their emotions under control. They have to figure out how to deal with what's going on in front of them, even though they might not like it. But nobody teaches their kids that anymore. Nobody teaches their kids proper emotional response. Kids just wild out nowadays. Completely wild out. I I just, uh. and then you've got these parents. I could go on for hours about this. You've got these parents that have turned their kids into idols. And so everything, 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 everything they do revolves around their children. Everything else gets pushed into the background. Their children are the center of the world. They hover over them. They monitor every move they make. They shower them with toys and clothes and anything to make sure that they're part of the in crowd at school. And they break their necks running from this engagement to that engagement, from this birthday party to that birthday party to this after school program, to Girl Scouts, to, to cheerleading, to, to gymnastics. Give Listen, people. Putting your children in all of these activities that you've been suckered into paying for does not make your children more well-rounded. What it does, actually, is it isolates them as individuals because they only meet the people that are in this select bubble of life. They only get to play with the people that are in this select bubble of life. But that's what they do. They start slipping on their discipline. They try to placate their children with bribes and pleading. They ask their children every single thing. I know somebody who asked their kids every day, what do you want for dinner? Every single day, what do you want for dinner? And whatever the kid says, that's what they get. for. That's what everybody in the house eats for dinner. What do you want for dinner? Every single day, what do you want for dinner? You know what you're going to eat? You're going to eat whatever the heck I make. That's what you're going to eat. And you're going to shut up. You're going to like it. And I don't care if you don't like it. I've heard parents, well, he doesn't really like green beans. So he's going to eat them at my house. (laughs) I didn't ask your child what they like. They're hungry. I'm feeding them. Period. That's the end of the statement. (laughs) But they, you know, even we got these parents that throw these big, lavish birthday parties. My kid went to a birthday party and got a gift. And it wasn't her birthday. What? <laughs> because these parents pass out these little gift bags to all the kids oh, that show up Lord. at the birthday party. So my kid walks away from your birthday party with a gift. Wow. I just don't even. That's a new one. It's I've awful, not heard that man. One. It's awful. And it's terrible. So and, what? So we're talking a lot about what parents are doing wrong. Oh, what they should they be doing right? Well, the, the what they should be doing. It's first of all, they should remove their children from the center of their universe. The children are not the center of your universe. Everything that doesn't agree with your children doesn't matter. I tell people all the time, I tell friends of mine all the time, and they'll get upset with me because when their kids come to my house, I don't play that crap, you know? So their kids will come to my house and they'll be like, well, just like the green bean things, she doesn't really like green beans. Well, too bad. I don't care what she likes. I'm giving her food. She's, she needs to eat. I'm giving her food. That's, that's the requirement. It's not my job to placate to her particular taste. She's eight. She shouldn't have any taste. She should eat whatever's in front of her, like it or not like it. And so what parents need to do is they need to stop 
They need to stop thinking that every intricacy about their child is something that they should make an adjustment to. You are not here to adjust to your children. Your children are here to adjust to you. That's how they learn to be around people in society. That's how they learn to be in different demographics and around different segments of the population because they've learned how to adjust to people who are not exactly like them. Now, I'm not saying you're some demon monster parent that never does anything your kids like and, you know, it's going to be gruel every night for the next five years. No, I'm not saying that. Still take your kids to the movies. If your daughter's favorite color is pink, get her a pink dress. That's not a big deal. But what I'm saying is when your daughter's favorite color is pink and she's got pink dresses and pink shoes and pink bedspreads and her her room is painted pink and she's got a pink Barbie car and pink hair and pink, you're going overboard. You're going overboard. Everything that is a part of your child's taste, everything that is a part of your child's personality is not something that you have to adjust to. You've got to stop. We've got to start being parents again and stop being slaves to these little brats. And they are brats. Your children are brats. Because trust me, I'm hard-nosed on my kids and they part brats. They've got brat tendencies. So I know your children are brats. I've seen your children. They are brats. But because they're ours, it doesn't matter. And we think that everybody else should love our kids as much as we love our kids. I don't love your kids. I don't even know your kids. I have no emotional attachment to your children. I just don't. It's just not there. And it's okay for me not to love your kids. Stop expecting me to love your kids. I'm not going to love your kids. They're not mine. And we've got the parents have got to stop feeling threatened as your kids grow older. I, I understand, especially with mothers, I understand you're going to grow up and your kids are going to grow up and it's going to happen so fast, which really doesn't happen that freaking fast. But it's going to happen so fast and you're going to miss so much of it. Oh, I wish I had been more a part of it and blah, blah, blah. I get all of that. But if you developed a decent relationship with your children as they were growing up. You don't have to miss out because when they're grown, they will continue to be in relationship with you. They'll keep talking to you. They'll keep making you a part of their lives. They'll keep inviting you places. And now you get to do some fun grown-up stuff together. And you don't have to worry about packing all their crap and paying for everything all the time. But parents these days, they come up with strategies to prevent their kids from really growing up. And they stop teaching them how to provide for themselves so that all the kids will stay dependent on the parents. We don't want them. Parents don't want them to learn how to get along too well without them. That is the problem. When you allow your children to become a part of your identity, your children are never meant to be a part of your identity. They're meant to be their own identity. Stop trying to be your child's life. And it really, if you really want to go back, it really stems from the fact that you have emotional issues of your own because you're not satisfied with yourself. And so it's your children's um, validation of you that makes you feel whole inside. But we won't talk about y'all today. We won't have that conversation today. We'll save that conversation for another show. Listen, your people, you suck as parents, okay? And I know I've gone on one long rant. But listen to what I'm saying. Stop making children your idols. 
Stop turning your kids into these raging narcissists that think everything is about them and they're the only ones that matter and everybody else is supposed to love them the way you do. Teach your children reality. Stop hovering over your kids all the time. Get your eight-year-old out of the bed. Get your five-year-old off your nipple. Let your 12-year-old walk down the street without you being there and allow our children to be children and stop robbing them of their childhood and making them sit in the room and play video games all day because you're too scared to let them go outdoors because you think somebody who's going to snatch them. Nobody wants your kids but you. You can't even find a babysitter and you think somebody wants your kids. Nobody wants your kids. Grow up, people. You've been listening to Moment of Clarity. My name is Stefan G. (laughs) Y'all have a great one. I might see you next week. I might not. Who knows? Tune in anyway. See ya.